Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Sloan Fremont filling in for Suzanne Harris. This is the podcast where listeners get the secret story behind every book. Joining me today is David Gaston, author of the book, Lure of the Praying Mantis. How do you know if a friend is genuine or just trying to manipulate you for their own advantage? Well, we're going to find out a little bit more about that today. So David, I want to welcome you to the Books on Air podcast. Thank you. So let's start out by telling the audience just a little bit about yourself and what led you to write your book, Lure of the Praying Mantis. Well, over the past uh, couple of years, since we've had uh, uh, the COVID pandemic, I found that I found out all the time on my hands. So I thought, I've been thinking about this book for some time. Uh, I've met some women in the past who have been praying mantises. They've not been always straightforward with me. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't killed anyone, but, you know, it's uh, made me wonder how far would they go. But when I've, ever, when I've seen uh, a few instances where there's been court cases involving women, mm-hmm. uh, they've not killed anyone, but someone acting for them has. And it made me wonder why were these men doing what these women wanted? Yeah, and so... Is the the praying mantis then? Is, is that like a, a woman, or I guess it could be a man too? But in this case, a woman who is um, basically—is it like a manipulative person? Is it a person who's out to get a manipulative a... person? Yes, it's uh-huh. someone who can take men in just to get what they want. Mm-hmm. But in these court cases, what they wanted was someone killed. It's crazy. It was, it was the men that got done for it. Yeah. Not the yeah. Women. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So tell us about your book. Tell us about the characters, about when and where the story takes place. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, the main prey mantis is uh she starts off as a schoolgirl and she's playing with boys there, making them do things that they don't want to do. And gradually it goes into the workplace and she's she's uh, starts playing with uh, another man. Mm-hmm. And he just happens to be married to the boss's daughter. <laughs> but mm. uh, she wants a man killed because simply because he's been acting like her uncle and she was playing up to him, but he sort of rejected her. Mm-hmm. And she didn't like that, so she she uh, found a how uh, shall I call him? Maybe a bit of a slow thinker called mm-hmm. Benny, and she was able to manipulate him to actually uh, kill the uncle. Mm. She wanted to see could she actually do that. Anyway, she could. Because Betty went ahead and killed her. Wow! And so, so this this personality of this praying mantis—it's it's a really interesting um, way to describe, you know, women that are like that. Um, are there signs that people can look for to 
to be able to tell that praying mantis type of personality? Uh, well, not really, because some of these praying mantises are very clever. Mm-hmm. They'll, come, they'll come on as a friend. They maybe even offer you something to do something for her, but she won't pay up. So it's a bit it's a bit difficult to actually say what to look for. Mm-hmm. You have to use your own wits. Is this woman what I think she is? Mm, yeah, I see. Okay. So so let's go back to the book. Can you tell us some of your maybe one of your favorite scenes that you wrote about in the book? Well, the one I liked about it was uh, eventually the praying mantis got caught by one of her ex-school friends mm-hmm. wondering what on earth was going on because she was a relative of Benny. Oh. And she was act- actually, the praying mantis was forced to kill her, which is something she didn't want to do. Oh, so the tables got turned wa- on her. Yeah, she was hoping that this that boyfriend of hers who was married to the boss's daughter, she wanted him to do it. But he wouldn't. Mm. <coughs> oh, blind, excuse me. So instead, she had to do it herself. Mm. And in killing her, she went and left a piece of evidence in the car. So although she uh, drove the car into a lake in a quarry, the police found it and they found this piece of evidence. And that's mm. how they were able to track her down. I see. So how did you come up with these scenes from your book? Was it from the research that you did in other court cases? Or how did you come up with all the, the different elements of this? Uh, I suppose it was my mind, really, the actual scenes. Mm-hmm. But the person, like I said, I've met some women who've been a bit like that. Mm-hmm. And so I backed away from them. But... Oh. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay. So what surprised you the most about writing your book? Sorry? Let's see. What surprised you the most about writing your book? Like, were uh, there any surprises when you were during the writing process? No, it went more or less the way I had hoped it would go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> I, I created two good detectives that work well together. Mm-hmm. And they were able to, uh, like I said, crack the case. I see. Okay. Uh, what would you say sets your book apart from other books? Uh, well, I don't think I've seen anyone that uh, where a woman has used a man as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting, not- interesting take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was, but it is quite possible because, like, if you look at these court cases, why is a woman in the court with the man? But it's the man that's being charged, mm. <laughs> and the man obviously is trying to drag the woman into it, mm-hmm. and she said, "I didn't encourage him to do it." Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, who would you say your book would appeal to, and why? Well, anyone who's, say, an upper teenage, right through to old age pensioner, really. Mm-hmm. 
the praying mantis could turn up anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good reminder of those type of people and, and to look out for them anywhere in life, maybe not even necessarily in a, you know, an intimate relationship, but it, they could come in any type of, you know, anyway, friendship or acquaintances, you know, that type of thing. Well, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you learn anything about yourself during the writing process? Uh, well, I've not met any women since I started writing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been too just too busy writing the book. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, it sounds like a really interesting topic, and this this the lure of the praying mantis. I love the title because that is often what those that type of personality is. It's very lures you in, right, and and captures yeah, you, and um, very manipulative, like we talked about at the beginning. That's right. Yeah. Well, my guest today has been David Gaston, author of the book, Lure of the Praying Mantis. And David, before we close out today, what do you hope the readers learn or take away after reading your book? To be on the watch for if ever they meet somebody new. Mm-hmm. Try and find out what you can about them. Or if, actually, if they actually are, who they say they are. Because yeah. they might want you to do something for them, and you might not want to do it. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> should pay attention to that. If you don't want to do it, don't do it, right? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, David, I want to thank you for joining us today and being our guest on Books on Air. I'm quite happy to meet you. You can find more about the book, Lure of the Praying Mantis, on Amazon, and I'll link to the book in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join us for the next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.